Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, crafting, and life in my northern town. Come back weekly and we'll chat about all the things that I'm working on. My name is Vicki Holloway and welcome to the podcast. Hello everyone. Now today is freezing after thinking that I was lulled into the December of very warm weather for our little town. A little bit of snow here and there. A little bit of warm up here and there. January came in like a roaring lion. We've probably had at least 18 inches of snow this week and I'm freezing. (laughs) The house is freezing and I'm freezing. It's all about, eh, I think in the 20s now. It's been dropping down lower. Occasionally, you know, we've hit the 30s. And what's really hard is when we get this much snow is that it's rained underneath it. We had a lot of ice. And so it's not been, you know, my favorite kind of parking lot walk-in weather, if you know what I mean. Once you get rolling out of town a little bit away from our county, northern Michigan has had a lot of snow, but some county roads are actually not as ice covered as, as ours and some are worse. So we've had fun. Not going to complain about the weather. Oh, who am I kidding? I'm definitely complaining about the weather. (laughs) Looking forward to a little bit of sunshine. So with the snow comes a lot of interruptions in sleeping and weird sounds in the neighborhood. Um, Usually I get plow trucks that hit the school parking lot behind my house at four or five o'clock in the morning. And it's a very um, typical run of a big truck and crash, run of a big truck and crash, because what they're crashing into is new mountains of snow into the old mountain of snow. So that shakes the house and sometimes will wake me up. Same with the parking lot across the street where a dentist's office is and the crash of garbage trucks picking up the downtown restaurants, um, garbage bins, and then my neighbors. Um, Now, one of my neighbors, her plow truck man comes later in the day, so I don't normally hear him. But whenever I want a podcast in the morning before work, my other neighbor um, is out. He snowblows, and then he takes a shovel, and he scrapes that ice down to bare concrete. Now, anybody in northern Michigan knows that that's really a waste of time and effort. The whole point is to let the concrete get a little buildup of snow so you have more traction to walk across and it's just one of those things I I have to chuckle I'm like what a waste of time and effort to take a shovel but then it's that scratching noise on concrete every time I want a podcast I get it out get the microphone set up and right next to where I podcast is his driveway and I hear that scratch 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 oh my gosh there's just certain things that make me nuts it's like fingernails on a chalkboard sound so anyway that was my morning excuse me and you can tell I'm on round three of the winter colds. Thank goodness it's not the flu. It's just the old winter cold and being obnoxious. So what have I been up to this week? Well, I'm finishing quilting up a queen size quilt for a customer. I made the border quilt and um, somebody in my family wanted to buy it and it's up for sale. 
and so it's been sold. Now I need to finish up the last row of free motion swirls because I am hashtag, well, how do you say that? I am hashtag, no, hashtag, I am the queen of swirls. See, that's what happens when you're old and you try to be hip. <laughs> Is 50 old these days? I don't know. I feel old this week. I thought 50 was the new 40. However, hashtag, I am the queen of swirls. I did overall swirls on it because this is going to be used and loved and custom work on this would have been beautiful, but at the same time, I just didn't have it in me and it wasn't necessary. I'm going to try a little bit more custom work on the three quilt tops that I have um, that I'll be loading. I'm getting a couple of... Um, customer quilts that will be coming. Um, been kind of slower on that scene, so um, I'm not sure if um, I've lost a couple customers. They passed away, and now I need to recruit some new ones, or if it's just people aren't having um, hiring out long armors in our area. I'm finding more and more people are buying long arms, and I think that's wonderful. So I've taken a couple of opportunities to teach in the future at the local quilt shop, to help supplement my quilting money. Um, and I think I have a couple students signed up for each class. So if you're in the Northern Michigan area, check out Delphine's Quilt Shop on the 19th of January. I'm teaching improv curves. And then in February, I'm teaching paper piecing. And then in March, uh, it's for beginners, and I'm teaching how to put an economy block together with all the tips and tricks. I really like teaching. It's super fun. I also like giving lectures. So I'm going to see if I can find another quilt guild in the area that I can give a lecture to. Because that's, I just can't stop talking. It's what I like to do. Love talking about quilting. I could talk about it all day. So I have been quilting on the border quilt along and it will be finished up. I'm hoping the quilting will be done this week and then hope to get it bound next week and shipped to its, what do they call it, forever home um, in the next couple weeks. The other thing I've been doing is a lot of pondering over this last week. I decided to join Sandy of the Quilt Cabana's Step Into Your Art Challenge. And it's a monthly art quilt. And Light the Way is January's challenge. And I've got to start. I've got to start and that's it. I, I sewed a bunch of tiny cherry wood strips together. And I have an ombre strip on top and a square or rectangle piece of white on the bottom. And then the inspiration stopped. And I think that's where art quilts and improv quilts, they take a lot more mental power because I'm not exactly sure where to go from here. I've been searching through all my craft things and looking at different ideas for embellishment because to me, I think that's what makes art quilts a little bit different from modern improv quilts or traditional quilts is that they have maybe a little bit more embellishment on them. So I've looked at my pretty threads for maybe quilting different colors when I'm ready. And this is a tiny little quilt. So I might try doing some quilting on my domestic machine, even though that's not my strength. I found fabric markers and maybe I'll add a little highlights with some paint, fabric paints, paint pens. 
Um, I've got lots of little buttons and different things. So I don't know. I mean, at what point and how much is always my question. It's kind of like your house. At what point do you have too much stuff in it? And that's another topic I will be discussing. So I've been doing the art quilt and I'm going to have it done by the end of January. It's only the 10th today, so I've got lots of time. I'm not fretting about it. I'm just thinking about it. So pondering on where to go next with this art quilt and knowing when you're done. I think that's the biggest thing. When are you done with it and where do you want to go? Because I have a tendency just to keep going and going and going and the next thing you know, you've ruined the project. So that's uh, the art quilt. And then I've been doing a lot of pondering. It's taken me 10 days to think about my word for the year. Last year, if you remember, my word for the year was present, as in be present, and more of a mindful way of creating. So this year I thought, well, what do I want to accomplish? I want to accomplish something new every month, something I've never tried. And so the more I got thinking about that, I wanted it to translate to many areas in my life. And that is experiences. I want to be open to new experiences. Sometimes um, I'm finding that it's easy to get into a rut of things or comfortable with the way things are and routine. And then that leads to Things like my home being kind of cluttered up with things because, I don't know, you just put something in a place that's not necessarily where it's supposed to be. And then it kind of lives there. And then you don't notice it. And then something else gets there. And then something else. And then next thing you know, you've cluttered up your dining room table with an excessive amount of junk. <laughs> well, maybe not junk, but things you need, but they're not in the right home. And I've been really looking at... That was my goal for 2019 is to try to freshen up the house, go through things again. I do this about every three to four years of really, really going through things in closets and boxes. Um, my kids and I over the years have packed things and put them in boxes and put them in. We don't really have closets in this 100-year-old home. They've got makeshift built storage places. They're like little hole, hidey holes of stuffing boxes in it because it's really not a closet. There's no shelves. It's just, it's weird because it's an old house that never had closets. So I decided there's a lot of things that I'm hanging on to that I'm ready to let go. And to supplement my idea of letting some of this go, um, I read the book Tidying Up by Marie Kondo and she has some little 30-minute shows on Netflix. Now, the Tidying Up book, I thought was, I didn't like it as much. There were great concepts that I have taken from other books on organizing and minimalism and simplicity. But I'm finding I'm connecting with the show a lot more and taking away more from the show. I just think that the book in its translation from Japanese it didn't resonate well with me, but she is so adorable on the Netflix show. And the families have watched two shows. So, I mean, I'm giving a recommendation, I guess, on two shows, which is probably not the best. But they're likable people, and I can relate to how they got to where they're at. 
Um, I may not understand some of it, but I can relate to a lot of how it got that point because, you know, I catch myself doing that. And so that has been pretty helpful. I like how she folds her clothes and stands everything up on end for maximum storage. And I think that I may try that because I have a problem. And that is, I don't have many clothes. I, several years ago, I went through and pared down all of my clothes to literally, I only have probably eight or 10 outfits, enough for work and a few for casual. But I still have things that I don't wear that need to go. Um, I need to purge that out of the wardrobe. But I had everything in laundry baskets and hanging up on um, clothes racks in the basement because there's no closet space. Well, this year, the hope is in the next few weeks, I want to have the laundry moved upstairs because going down, it's really a storm cellar entrance that's had an addition put over top of it. And it's becoming difficult for me to have good balance and go down these wonky stairs to this laundry area. So that's cool, right? Yeah, except I don't have any place to put my laundry. I don't have any place to put my clean clothes. So I'm going to have to take one of these weird closet spaces that I really remember hidey holes, like maybe one on the main floor because I don't want to carry all this up to the second floor um, where my bedroom is because I don't get dressed up there. And it's very hard for me to lug all that laundry up the stairs with my hip. So I got to figure out how am I going to store this stuff on the main floor. And currently the laundry is still in the basement, but I'm bringing things up and they're in suitcases. <laughs> yeah, I know it's terrible. So I, I just have to do some re-engineering of my storage systems. My kitchen's pretty well minimized with pots and pans and that. But what we're going to do is reconfigure some of the way we have um, things set up for storage because my husband even noticed the other day, I kind of like the fact that the counters are all cleared off and everything's in a cupboard or boxed up because, you know, when you're doing remodeling, there's always a fair amount of dirt and drywall dust. And so... We didn't want to be cleaning off all of the things on the counter. I agree with them. I like having the clean, open counter spaces. It makes the room feel much bigger. So Marie Kondo, I'm going to go through and find out what gives me joy and let go of those things that I am not enjoying or getting joy from anymore. And then when I reset it, I'm reading through the Cozy Minimalist to get some ideas on, I want my house to be cozy, but I don't want it to be cluttered with too much stuff. And that's usually most of the stuff that's in the basement and occasional, um, some of the stuff in the closets are things that were mine or my grandparents. They're things that weren't even mine. Maybe my children's stuff too, that I need to figure out, are we going to keep this or is it time to let it go? And I'm in the time to let it go season. I have to be in that season, otherwise it's very painful to let some of that stuff go. Now, I don't have boxes and boxes and boxes like a hoarder of, you know, 100 years worth of stuff crammed into these storage places in the basement. Now, we've been going through this pretty well over the last few years, but it's time to reorganize and go through things, and I've been proud of myself. I've started already in January. 
if you go, the Clutterbug is another great place. So the Clutterbug has a website and some downloadable tools as well as some books. And I like the approach of I can only physically do a little at a time. Now, the Marie Kondo method is pull everything out of the closets that are closed and dump it in the middle of the room or on a bed and then sort it. I, I just can't do that. I don't have that kind of time and I don't, I just can't empty all the closets out and put it in a mountain and just do it. I physically, I would have to take a year off of life to do that because I'm so slow. But there is a way to do it, I think, incrementally, one box at a time with purpose and do it, uh, you know, longer method. And that's what I'm doing. So I threw a bunch of stuff out that was things in the kitchen that we didn't need anymore, things that we have duplicates of. And I figure if I keep doing that, keep hitting one drawer at a time, one box at a time, the closets, I'm hoping to pull all that stuff out on a weekend. But it's, oh, it always gets worse before it gets better. So that's my goal is to have experiences that are new and different. And part of that for this year is making my house a new place to experience all of these fun creative moments that I want to have as well as taking the opportunity to go do something maybe more impulsive we went to a hockey game the weather was good we traveled a little bit further than we normally would we drove two hours to watch Saginaw the Saginaw Gears play and they won it was their very good team but then the snow came so it's kind of like, you know, just because in January you wouldn't normally travel two hours to go see a game and then turn around and drive home because it's normally snowy, so it's totally out off the radar, then you're like, wait, today we're having an unseasonably, unseasonably warm day. It's doing great outside. Why don't we go and enjoy ourselves in the evening? Or, for example, on the trip home from Virginia Beach, we took the road less traveled and wound up on the road really less traveled. But I, at first I was anxious about it thinking, but what if it gets, weather gets bad? Well, the weather forecast was good. We had a full tank of gas and we wound up seeing some of the most beautiful country that I've seen in years because we got off the highway and had I stuck with my, well, you really can't do that because, you know, you might get into trouble or get lost or the GPS doesn't work or it might snow. We had a wonderful experience on the road less traveled and we saw some absolutely beautiful things. So that is, and it really took me a lot of time to think of this word of the year and maybe I'm overthinking it, but... It works for me. I got it out of my head and it's down in my planner. I bought a low budget planner and I thought about doing a bullet journal, but it's just too much work to get it all set up and I don't have that kind of time. And I do have a couple of other blank page journals that I think I'm going to do more as a drawing and art art journal type of thing. Um, I don't know that I'm going to get into a multimedia journal that just feels messy and sloppy. And um, But I may do uh, more drawing, doodling, and trying some watercolor to give these types of drawings more life and depth. So that is my word of the year experiences. And 
because we're in the middle of the renovation, um, I'm in the thinking and planning phase of making my home a new experience. But the update on the renovation, I think that's a great place to close, is that I feel like I'm camping a little bit still, but we're getting there. The drywall in the bathroom is almost ready to paint, and then um, flooring needs to go down, and then the, the sink and the toilet will be set. Um, we're going to get some trim and we're going to maybe put an accent color up on the trim, but the rest of the house is going to be painted aesthetic white from Sherman Williams, the rest of the house, so the kitchen and the mudroom. Um, and then, and as time goes by, I may repaint the living room and dining room, um, this aesthetic white, but so far the paint in those rooms are holding out. And the plumbing is pretty much done. And so what's happening in, because you go from the mudroom to the kitchen to the bathroom. It's all along the back of the house. We're going to work our way across from having the bathroom is the big project. I mean, the walk-in shower is in, the floor is all leveled, the walls took a bit of work to re-insulate, and there's a new um, exhaust fan with the heat system in it and all the wiring of new plugs and all the fun stuff is done. Then once the, once the flooring is done in there, then the kitchen, the only thing we're doing is having the same flooring all the way through to the mudroom. And I have a new dishwasher that will be installed after the flooring is in because this one is all rusted through and it's so loud. You can't hardly do anything while it's running. And then when you get to the mudroom, this is a room that is attached with a separate door to the house. You walk in and there's actually a big walk-in closet area in the back where I've got coats, mittens, hats, and boots. We are probably going to lose some of the coat, mitten, hat, and boot storage there. And I'm going to move it to a smaller a smaller area in the main part of the mudroom and that is where the laundry is going to go and new flooring that's waterproof to go all the way from the bathroom to this area there's probably going to be some new drywall and it will all be painted aesthetic white and I want to hang up my macrame um, window valances when it's all said and done and there may be one window that might need to be replaced maybe not we'll find out as the um, builder gets going on that. So that is the update on the renovation of this old house. It's um, coming along. It's always interesting when you're remodeling something that is so old. And this bathroom and kitchen and mudroom were new additions on the house 75 years ago. The main part of the house had no running water and no bathroom. That was all put in the 75-year-old edition. So the main part of the house is over 110 years old, and it's a little bit drafty, but it's holding up well, and with the new roof, we're staying comfy, cozy, warm, and dry. So I thank the house, as Marie Kondo would do in her tidying up. I thank you for all of your protection. I thank you for all the happy times and memories that we've had. And I thank you for allowing me to live here. And now I'm going to take care of you, house, by updating some things and decluttering some of the things that have been in its wrong place for quite some time. 
I am happy to say that I don't have the paper monster anymore. I tamed that a few years ago, but there's always some purging of paper. So I'm really doing well on the uh, condo method of clothing and paper as being a big burden. It's the sentimental items. And that's going to be this year's tackling that job. So um, if you want to see some interesting snow pictures, I've posted a few up on Instagram and Facebook. I have a Facebook group called My Creative Corner 3. And I started up the daily prompt challenges again in January. Feel free to join in. And today's prompt challenge was an introduction to new members, but we had things like, have you used fabric fabric paints on your quilts and how did it go? Um, what colors are you working with? Um, sharing our projects. And the other thing is I do a newsletter about once a month. So January's already went out, but if you'd like to receive a newsletter, um, there's a link in the Instagram link in my profile for where to sign up for the newsletter. It's a lot of updates and letting you know of free tutorials and offering free things and education that my sister and I are putting out for both our creative souls and the My Creative Corner 3. And let's see, what else? Where else can you find me? Oh, I've rediscovered Twitter. I've always posted to Twitter. But I'm finding the usefulness of Twitter because it seems it has an algorithm, but it's not um, filtering out so many things that I feel like I'm missing stuff. So you can always find me on Twitter also at Vicki Holloway. I really, really appreciate everyone who's left kind comments and gotten in touch with me over um, the past podcasts and blog posts. And I really appreciate your support by listening and commenting. I really hope everybody has a wonderful week. And let me know what your word is for the year. And are you jumping in on the organizing thing? January is new year, new you. Um, I haven't jumped in on the new me yet. Uh, maybe try going to the gym yet this week. But are you reorganizing your house and trying to have any new experiences? I would love to hear what your new experience is going to be. And mine is the art quilt. And then toward the end of the month, I've joined Kristen Esser's um, hand piecing quilt along that's free. She's at Simple Handmade Every Day podcast and website. So that will be another um newer experience. I haven't hand pieced in years and I'm very excited. So as that unfolds, I'll share more about that. Feel free to leave a comment in the show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. And I really look forward to hearing your word of the year. And as always, everyone quilt on. <laughs>